When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah! You've mentioned it a couple of times. I haven't really followed up, Slee. Who are you going to see? You said you're going to a concert this weekend? Uh, Johnny Osborne. Johnny Another, Osborne. Another uh, old-school reggae artist. Is he the brother of Donnie and Marie? Yes. <laughs> I was going to say the same Ozzy. <laughs> yes. Is Ozzy? Is he related to Ozzy? <laughs> Yes. They're all related. Does he eat bats on stage? He's another one that's in his mid-70s. You like the old school guys. Yeah. With burning spear. Yeah. Yeah. See, I got it. I thought you were going to say it again. I, I, I honestly couldn't remember which was the fake one. <laughs> the, I wanted to do the fake one, but I couldn't. I couldn't. I had a 50-50 shot. But it's 50 a late shot. show. Starts at 9. Oh, my guys, we're going to bed at like 10, 1030 here. What are we doing? It's tonight? Yeah. Lady Slee? Yeah, she'll be coming too. I was just telling Berg, you know, she's not. I think she's doing this out of just trying to be a a good person. She's coming. I'm like, you don't have to come. That's awesome. She's just not a fan. Does she listen to the show? Reggae. She listen to our show Uh, occasionally. Like when I didn't tell her what are the odds that she's a double decker hot dog, and she said (laughs) when I got home, you had two hot dogs in a bun. I'm like, who told you that? Who the hell told you? Do you think she's listening right now? No, I think she's working right now. Okay. Would you prefer she not come? No, I'm okay with her coming. I just want her – I'd hate for her to you go. You want somebody to participate. Yeah, I'd hate for her to go and not enjoy it for herself. Cousin And Slee. I don't think it's going to be something that she's going to enjoy Cousin for Slee herself. Have Cousin come. He's down in San Diego. Dude knows how to have family. a good time. Oh, no, he knows. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he, he seems to really know his way around yeah. a uh, beer can and a whiskey bottle. <laughs> <laughs> it seems to be a pretty fun hang. I'm just saying that I, if you're picking guys to go have a good time with, Burning Cousin Slee. was with him, and that was there you go. amazing. There you go. Cousin Slee. That's amazing. right. Let's try a quick phone call here. We got an answer to one of our questions. Commerce and Lewis. Lewis, you're on with Travis yes, Slee. Sir. What's up? What's up, guys? So, uh, yeah, in jail, there are TVs everywhere. Yeah. And uh, sports is a mandatory. Sports comes first. That's football and basketball. Um, and then, like, during the week, like – it's on some goofy-ass channel that, like, all the TVs are connected to is, like, friends all day long. You know, oh, really? Sounds like hell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it, 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 there's TVs there. Everybody's got TVs. Some some places, they even have their own remotes to the TV. I was going to say, so Lewis, who it. makes the decision? Like, is there, like, the leader gets Not to decide? Us. <laughs> Not us. <laughs> well, yeah, there's a... Leaders or, or sort of say, pecking order has the remote. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a, exactly. You guys know what's up. <laughs> well, that's Lewis, that's not deal. true. Lewis, yeah, here's the deal, <laughs> yeah. bro. We really don't. We really, really don't. But I like the insider there. I feel like when I go home today, I could just you know I could make mention of like yeah, I know a couple of people that have been in the slammer before. L- Lewis, are you still there? Not proud of it. Yes, sir. Um, every weekend for three years or or a year straight. Oh, oh, that's why I wanted to call. Oh, by far, you're taking the year straight yeah. because you're going to get kicked out in a week or two or even maybe a month. But to go to jail or every weekend? Oh, hell no. <laughs> you're crazy. Yeah. Tell Sliwa. Tell Sliwa why he's crazy. Uh, Lewis, I, I, I get, no, listen, I get the argument. It makes a ton of sense here, taking the three years. 
I need my Monday yeah. through Friday to just to get back. Lakers to, talk. We just to get you, back into my head. We, we already wants to do Travis and Sliwa. By the way, I'm going on the I'm going on the weekend. They're playing the football games. Got sports on the entire time. Not everybody's a football fan. They got a coup de tay in front of them. I'm you know? hanging yeah. out. Yeah. Who brought the onion dip? Charcuterie board. Thank you, Lewis. Appreciate the input. Uh, I did not expect Lewis to tell us that, yeah, you guys know what's up because we don't. That was so nice of him. It was very nice of him. I feel I, I'm and, flattered. And here's the thing. I didn't want to – I didn't really want to interrupt him because then maybe people would start getting a perception of, damn, Travis they, Sleeve do us. know what's going they've on. They've seen us. Not a chance. Not a ch- If this were like old school before yeah. pre-social media or any of that stuff and no one really knew what we looked like, mm-hmm. we might be able to pull it off, but yeah. not a chance. So what, what – My the, question for both of you yeah. guys. Yeah, I want to hear for both of you guys. Yes. What have you guys been saying really for the last this isn't this didn't just start yesterday. For the last couple of years, all we've talked about with the Dodgers is you feel like they should have cashed out more. Yes. That based on how much success they've had, based on how many winning seasons, how many times winning the NLS and everything else, the only thing that matters, and you hear it more and more today than I ever have, you don't win a World Series. There is zero excuse why you didn't win a World Series. Even the part of, you know, the, well, baseball, crazy things can happen in the playoffs. In a five-game set, in a seven-game set, I've never heard Dodger fans more today talk about how that's all out the window. Go look at that squad. Go look at that roster. Go look at these players. Go look at the, um, the experience that they have and everything else. To even have the conversation of wanting to go get 116, just does not sound smart to me. And I, I, this whole idea, concept, well, you just play and you're just going to run into it. If you start chasing that, don't tell me at 112 wins you're not pushing you're, to go you're, get to you're 116. Not you're not wrong. Not. I, I, I think the idea of that, okay, let, let's do a little thing here. And the gods. You've got a week to <laughs> yeah, go. That's where I thought you were going to go. Right? you got a way. week to go and you're five games short of it and you got six games left. Okay. And, and it, what if you're even closer? Well, what if there's a week to go and you you you, you need four wins or yeah. three wins or something I, like I, that? They're gonna. I, I think that you're right that it could it could get to the point where you make decisions in the short term that could hurt you in the long term. That can't happen. I think what's what, what I'm getting at is because l- let's go back to last year. Last year, the Dodgers were doing things that seemed to me to be so incredibly short-sighted, the way that they managed their pitching staff and some other things. And I was saying it with about three, four weeks left in the season. You were saying, stop. You were saying, stop playing for the division. Take your foot off the gas. The, The reason being, while the Dodgers were probably the best team last year, they weren't the best team in the history of baseball, potentially. They were a good team that had a chance to win the World Series, and they weren't going to get the extraordinary level. So let's pull back. I, I'm with you, Al, on the idea of that you can never do that. Hey, look, let's leave him out there one more inning. The second you think a guy needs to come out, or the second you think, you know, Trey Turner could really stand a day off right here, give him a day off. What I am saying is let's not just take guys out of the lineup just to take them out of the lineup because you're worried about what may happen down the road. Let's, let's play. Freddie Freeman and Trey Turner played every game for five months. I mean, maybe you give them a spot here or there, but why not? Let, let, me, let me give you an example off, off last year. Didn't you feel like it was – there was always – I felt like the Dodgers were getting roped into that division race. That every time you felt like, okay, the division, San Francisco was going to run away with it, they'd lose a couple in a row. Dodgers win. I felt like they were, they just kept were getting roped in. It yep. was so close. And it was the chance to not have to play in that one wild card game where anything can happen. <laughs> you were just close enough, you kept getting roped in. 
My concern is if you start this thought process of, damn, 116, look at this pace we got to go on. You might get roped into that. You might get roped. And uh, listen, they there's. They get back into it, too, which is the craziest part of all. If, if they, that's, that's if they accomplish it, if they accomplish it, unbelievable. Fantastic. Think- but to change even one part of your strategy to go get it for a squad that it's all about win the whole damn thing now or, or it means nothing for a squad that you feel like hasn't cashed out enough. I think you might get roped into but something let, that let you don't me, want. Let me paint a little bit of a different picture. That your your scenario, I don't want him to do that. Okay, but let's say tonight, Freddie Freeman and Trey Turner go out there three for five again. and get each of them get two more hits. Yep. Okay, and then tomorrow they each get two more hits, mm-hmm. and then they're getting a hit or two just about every single night. I'm not taking those guys out of the lineup just because hey, we got to play some playoff games here in another three weeks. Keep hitting. Baseball's about rhythms, man. Baseball's about when you're hot, you tend to stay hot. When you're not, you tend to stay cold, right? That when you shut it down and try to restart it again, you almost never pick up where you left off, right? If a guy, just to use this as an example, guy twists his red hot, right? Twists his knee, misses a week. He almost never comes back red hot. It's like you're starting from scratch all over again. Let's not mess with it unless there's a reason to mess with it. And I think that's what it is. That's why I think the mindset is gonna has to stay of what it is right now. If you get to 117 games and back in, like Travis is saying, awesome, great. You look at that. You're the greatest team ever. Hopefully, win a World Series, which means it, nothing. Which means absolutely nothing. Go you have win to win the World, the World Series. Series. Yes, yeah. but well, if, if they you don't get it you, and don't win it, then I mean, it's, you're right. It's a mess. But if you end up doing doing exactly what you're doing right now, playing the exact same way, you get 112 wins, 114 wins. You're not going to push forward more no. for that 116, 117. You're just going to do whatever comes might, with you. You might. I don't I, think they look, will. Okay, can I make a case why it won't, Al? Mm-hmm. Dave Roberts took Clayton Kershaw out of a perfect game in the seventh inning. Exactly. He has big Early goals in the in season mind. because yeah. of injury. I, I, I understand. No, they I understand. Know but they want it's that just World an Series. example of like, what did he call? He called himself the Grim Reaper. Right. I'm the guy that hates fun. I'm the guy that comes <laughs> in and takes out Rich Hill. I'm the guy that comes out and takes out Clayton Kershaw. But then a few months later, he was letting him pitch. It was Tyler, into a... it was Tyler Anderson. We can. Yeah. We can, we can live without that. Different dudes. And no, also, no, no. Yeah. Ker- Kershaw lead. wasn't Kershaw the Angels. Yeah, no, the Angels. That, that was, and he did go a little bit longer, but mm-hmm. it was longer in the season. My point isn't that it's a – I'm talking 30,000-foot picture. Dave will pull the plug on fun if he thinks it's an advantage for them in the long term rather than short term. Well, if they had 115 on the last day of the season and he'd already decided, I'm giving everybody the day off, he's going to give everybody the day off and hope that they win with their B lineup. Yeah, he, he'll gonna, do that. If, you get, if, you're, if you're in a situation where just naturally – listen, the Dodgers are not winning games – Three to two. No, it's ten no, to not. one. They're pounding teams and they're beating really good teams in the process. So Corbin it, Burns got lit up. Sandy Alcantara got lit up. If it just naturally happens and it gets there, and it's happening because you gave guys days off and Gallo and Lux and 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 Max Muncie and there were other guys just playing really good baseball. That's fantastic. But just to even have the conversation, it's like. The goal is one thing for the Dodgers, and and I I would argue that for a lot of other teams in baseball, yes, the Yankees want a World Series. They want to win a World Series. The Astros do too. The Dodgers feel like they are in a level by themselves to even kind of have that conversation of let's go get 116. I think that would be a mistake. And what's crazy about this too is that you have all these guys that are probably over-pitching just a little bit like the Vezias and the the Phillips and that stuff. People like Blake Trinan are coming back in in next week. Phil Bickford. David Price, 
maybe one or two other. They're going to pitch a lot of innings over the next month. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're going to pitch yeah. a lot of innings. Tommy Canley's going to come Tom, back. He's going to get some Danny innings. Danny Duffy is supposed the, to come back. Those guys Listen, will get innings. Listen, if you're able to accomplish it with these guys, yeah. then, then there's Trace, no – Trace Thompson then you're not even crazy. chasing it, but and see, you might that, accomplish it. That's it right there. there Gallo, Trace, Trace Thompson, Panzer. and Joey Gallo, and Hanser Alberto, yeah. and and Ryan Pepio may be able to get you to the finish line. That's the thing. That's what's so crazy about because it. the top three they want to play every single day. Mookie Betts, Trey Turner, and Freddie Freeman. I, they want to continue to play. I interrupt for a tweet from James who says Slee choosing more days in jail is the most Raider thing he's done to date. <laughs> what we do? <laughs> what we do? I. I just What's the max, Judge? I'll take that. Uh, Add another year yeah. on top of that. Sir, you're, you're, I, I have the discretion of sentencing you between one and three years. I'll take the three, Your Honor. <laughs> you know what? Give me four for disrespect. They do lasagna you know on me? Fridays. That tells me that he's fully on board with the Raider Nation and that he's a true Raider fan we now. No, we have to. You were there. We that gotta get our equipment. That, that's my favorite tweet in quite some time. Good job, James. Is this just you wearing all the Raider gear, or am I going to be doing? But that you as are well? a Raider fan. Yeah, I am a Raider. Well, so Slee. I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> it's not. It's not like Slee is. He's, oh, those he's, are all expensive. No, no, he is. He is. Those Raider player. combo shoulder pads. Do you and get Raidered up when you go? No, I mean I'll wear a jersey and I'll wear like the black and the and the silver. We're not painting your face. I mean, if pick. Slee is doing it and he wants me to do it with him, I will go me, do it with him. Let me ask you this do another you. way. I just have to. You, you do whatever do you're it. comfortable. I, yeah. I just need you're to You're walking in into SoFi Stadium. And They're not going to let me in chargers. with those. <laughs> well, no, the face paint, I think, is like the – that's what you got to go yeah, for. Yeah, but don't you have to – I thought you have to if wear those shoulders. If you do jersey the, the spikes, or hat how do you not have the spikes? Or sweatshirt, because your point, they're not going to let you in with those. But if you do the face paint – Why won't they let him in? Because they're gonna let other people well, in. Well, maybe. I mean, maybe they will. Well, I don't know. Hey, hey, no, Qualcomm it worked just fine. Hey, like someone said, blood in, blood out. Who's this telling is how you get you, in? Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> is Nobody tells out. Raider fans what they can and can't do. <laughs> You're waiting in line to grab a beer at SoFi Stadium. Yeah. Charger fan gently brushes up against your arm. Do you just turn around swinging? No, oh, yeah. Are no, you that fighting. Raider fan? No, no, no. We're, fi- we're fighting. We're going. We're going full. I need to cups. know like what what level Raider. Are you like a ten out of ten Raider fan, or are you kind of like I'm a finding, six out of ten? I'm finding, For the radio, I'm a ten out of ten Raider fan. <laughs> I'm finding eight other Raider fans before anything happens. Did you guys see him touch my elbow? Oh no, that's the thing though. At SoFi, you won't have to look far. You hate Marcus. You go, hey, you'd be like, hey, let's go. And they yeah. all just come flying in from everywhere. From the other side of the stadium, they're going to start coming over. <laughs> all right. We got some phone calls on the Dodger thing that I want to get to a little bit. Plus, um, we, we've mentioned it a couple of times, but I want to talk about it. Russell Westbrook and Patrick Beverly, can they coexist? And has Beverly's arrival basically set the table for Westbrook's departure? That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This all stems from a pretty good Ask Slee. Damn good Ask Right. Slee. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. 
Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. So Use that content yeah, we'll, 40 times today. Get it, we'll get John's answer. We'll get Ramona's answer yeah. coming up here in just a little bit. Um, Aaron Palmer tweets in the Trav and Slee community. Have, have you tweeted in the community yet, Al? Of course I have. Good, good. Writes... Guys, the Dodgers have the chance to be the 72 Dolphins. Obviously, they need to win the World Series, but that's always been the goal, and the risks have always been the risks. Go for it and hopefully beat the asterisks in the process. I think they're going to go for it whether they go for it or not. Does that make sense, Al? Yeah. You know what I mean? As in they're just good enough to go get it? Yeah, yeah. Without having to say, hey, we're using Julio eight innings in a game in (laughs) mid-September. Exactly. Exactly. Julio's going to throw his – 80 pitches tonight mm-hmm. just to, for, to keep him on rhythm, to keep him fresh. We're going to throw 80 pitches because he throws 80 pitches once a week. That's what major league pitchers do. We're not going to run him out to 112 because we got a chance to put win number 114 on the books. We're not doing that, but start running through the bullpen. Fine. There's Evan Phillips. Fine. There's Vezia. They, they, those guys have pitched really well this season. You know, you, you brought up a couple examples um, talking about the Patriots' perfect season. Mm-hmm. 18 and 0 mm-hmm. losing the Super Bowl. The Golden State Warriors breaking the record and there were themes to what those two teams were trying to do. They were chasing it. Period. There no was no question. The Golden State Warriors were playing in San Antonio on the road, already locked up everything, seed, all that stuff. The final game of the season, it was coming down to that game for them to break the all-time record. Okay. Steph was in, Clay was in, Draymond's in. Actually, I remember that vividly because that night was Kobe Bryant's final game dropping the 60, 60 points across yeah. the street. The Patriots, we all know, didn't they? I don't know if their last game was against the Giants. It was either I last or second, it was, to last. second yeah. or last. It, it was, was like a battle. It was a close it's game. It was a really good game. But they went for it. And I'm not telling you that this is what's going to happen to the Dodgers, but what I don't want to see from the Dodgers is this is one of the goals. This is one of the priorities. It just there's there's so much on the line for this franchise. You're right. If, if it was a different team, like let me use as an example, if the if the Seattle Mariners, we might remember the Seattle Mariners because they broke that record. There isn't much to remember about the Seattle Mariners. You're exactly right. Unfortunately for the Dodgers, you have so much history. You are expected to go win World Series, and you feel like you're one short at least. At least, right? So that, that's that's my hesitation with people getting on the board on board of saying go get one sixteen. I have no good rebuttal for any of that because I think you're. But I'd still like to see it happen, not at the expense of anything else. But if we get within sniffing distance, let's push it across the finish line. If you were thinking of giving Freddie and Trey and Mookie, you know, a couple of days off in that last week, well, maybe here, we here's do one. here's the one argument I could go with you that is different than previous years. They won't play in that first round. No, I, uh, yeah. so they're going to have. It's a, not like they can get they have right. a little they get their a little time off. Right. Let's try Huntington Beach and Chris. Chris, you're on with Travis Slee. What's up, Chris? Good afternoon, fellas. This is exactly what I was going to say. This is unlike other seasons. This is the year they get that first round by. You have to go for it. Um, compared to all the other sports, baseball's a grind. So their their bodies are are held up for it, but they've got that extra four or five days off to get ready for the, you know, second round of the playoffs. So it's a lot different this year. I think they got to go for it. 
It's different, but you know, honestly, you'd rather not have to play in that three round series than play in it. Oh, think about it. Other than the All Star break, the most you get is a day off mm-hmm. in, for for really yeah. from the opening day until the playoffs start. You get one day off max. You never get back to back days off in an MLB schedule. You get the All Star break, which is actually a little shorter now. It's it's about a four day break, and that's it. And then, but it's everybody, so mm. you're not at any necessary disadvantage. The Dodgers and the Mets are probably going to get those first round buys, mm-hmm. and they're going to sit there twiddling their thumbs. It could be you know three four days before they get cranked up again. That's that's a weird break, not unwelcome, but different. It, it's a different dynamic, and you can set up your pitching. Yeah. If you got a little nagging injuries, you know, little things that you can get, you know, squared away a little bit. But to just fire up that engine again is different. If you told me to guess, absolutely just guess what I think the Dodgers are going to do, I don't think they'll break the record. I don't think so either. And I don't think Dave Roberts will do anything to jeopardize anything. Come postseason. Okay. Let me think. It's the last day of the year. Yep. You're sitting at 116. Mm-hmm. They play the Rockies. This is their mm-hmm. last. They, I, we, I have an easy answer on the, this the, one. The, the, they, this is weird. I've never seen this before. Okay. The Dodgers play the Rockies six times in a row. To end the season? To end the season. Mm-hmm. All of them at Dodger Stadium. How weird is that? Right? That, 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 that That's a really weird. Greg showed me that swim. Like, that can't be right. We look three different places. It has it the same way. Damn. Right? So go figure. You're at 160. Easy answer. And you were thinking of, yep. you're, you don't do it with the pitcher. You don't do it with the pitcher. But you were thinking, you know, I'm going to give these guys a day off. But now if we win tonight, yeah. we got the Rockies. We yep. don't have to do, what do you do? Easy answer. Go get 117. I think so too, right? Every other scenario that we're leading up to it, I don't want to go for it. I don't want, I don't think it's just, I just... And I know people are going to say, what the hell are you talking about? This You could break a franchise. You could break Major the League M- record. MLB record for yeah. wins. But if there's one franchise I just don't think it's that important to at this stage, I think it's the Dodgers. But if you what you just said, you're there, you got to the finish line, and you're at 116. One left to go. Mookie Betts, <laughs> followed by Trey Turner, followed by Freddie Will Freeman. Will Smith. Followed by Will Smith. Yeah. Justin Turner, Max Muncy. Who's ready? I, well, if you were going to not pitch a guy, that's a little different. Like, let's say it's Julio's yeah, I, I turn, yeah. and you were going to not pitch Julio, I think you don't pitch Julio. But if it was Ryan Pepio's turn, sure. you pitch Ryan Pepio. If mm-hmm. it's Tyler Anderson's turn, probably going to pitch Tyler Anderson, right? With Dustin Mays. Uh... I, no. If you're if you're gonna pitch him anyway, well, you're not great. you're not gonna pitch him for another four days. True. Yeah, you don't move him up. But if it's his turn, that exact scenario, turn. that's what I think. All right. So Patrick Beverly's a Laker. Mm-hmm. He and Russell Westbrook do not get along. Um, it's been well documented, and not that teammates can't dislike each other and function. They can, but there seems to be a consensus out that the Lakers acquired Patrick Beverly and that accelerated the timeline to get rid of Russell Westbrook that now it seems more likely than not that Russell will be gone before the the training camp starts I I don't know why it would I mean you I I mean I shouldn't say it like that I understand why it would but I don't think that all of a sudden it's like okay now we have to do it because we got Patrick Beverly we can still wait yeah this one actually surprises me a little bit so Yovan Buha who you know we've had on the show and certainly 
does a great job covering the Lakers for The Athletic. I'm going to read off a, a, a quote here in one of his articles. He said, Beverly's arrival makes it more likely that Westbrook will be off the active roster by the start of training camp, either through a trade or the team sending him home like the Rockets did with John Wall last season, according to a source close to the situation. Mm -hmm. This one throws me off a little bit. Why would Patrick Beverly coming to the Lakers have an effect on Russ? Why? And I, I'm, let, let me just properly explain this. Patrick Beverly is not Russ. They play the, the style that they play. And these are two completely different players. So there's not something there. Patrick Beverly is also not but DeMar they, DeRozan. Aren't they, I, I'm sorry, but aren't they going to kind of ask Russell Westbrook to do kind of what – because they're not going to have him be the point guard, mm -hmm. right? That's LeBron's gig. Mm -hmm. You know, the, the whole problem was is that Russ kept doing Russ things and they need him to do un so th this things. Is, this is what I mean by they're not the same player. Pat Bev is a decent three-point shooter. Russ is not. Right. Pat Bev is a I'll pick you up full court start. Russ is – No, he's they, not that. They might ask him – Darvin Ham might ask him, hey, we need you to play this he, role. He's not doing that. You're going to have to show people that you can play that role. Yeah. But what throws me off a little bit on this one, it's also that Pat Bev is not an all-star that, hey, because we brought him in, um, Russ has got to go now. The only reason I see Russ – not coming in on training camp. That's up to Russ. If Russ is the one telling Darvin Ham, I, I, I understand the role you want me to play. Not interested. I'm going to play my role. Yeah. This is what I do. I've been in the league for this long. Go check my one. resume. Isn't that the only way? No, I think there's one other. What's the I, other I, one? I think the other one is... And, and or he's a he's a problem in the locker room or something like that. Well, I think that that's not exactly it, but we're getting warmer. And put aside what people say publicly. What they say publicly and what they're saying when the door closes, I think, are very oftentimes not the same thing. It could be one of those that LeBron's – because the, just the timing of all this stuff, right? LeBron signs an extension, and then in relatively short order, Patrick Beverly joins the, uh, the Lakers. That Patrick Beverly very clearly is a win-right-now sort of move. This is not a, a hey, let's set the table down the road. This, is, a, this yep. is for this season. LeBron James's extension, for all intents and purposes, is really only a one-year extension. It's for, we got this year, and we got next year, and then we're doing See what the happens. dance mm -hmm. all over again. This could be one of those, hey, you need to get the rust up, out of here, and we need to get someone else in here. And it could be, if you want me to do this, then we're going to have to move these pieces around. He's not going to say that publicly, sure. but that doesn't mean it's not happening. The acceleration of it could be, hey, listen, we, let us get these ducks in a row. Mm -hmm. Let us get our stuff together, and then we're going to make one real hard push at this before training camp opens. And if not, then we'll have to make a decision on whether we take the big step, which is what if buy Russ, him out. Let me, let me give you an example here. What if Russ comes in and is like, this final year of my contract, um, whatever you guys need me to do, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work as hard as so I can. Though. I'm going to work as hard as I can to play that role. By the way, maybe it's just talk and he says it, and then as the season progresses, you kind of start figuring out that he's not in that role. What do you do then? Because I think I mentioned this to you. Windhorse, who came on Lakers Talk, said that a move will probably happen, but it could not happen until the trade deadline, which is in February. Right, so that yeah, you could if, send what Russ if you're buried? home. What if you're buried? What if, what if by not doing it sooner than later? Because look, I'm with you on that. The, the, the Lakers, if with Russell Westbrook's presence, mm -hmm. could be so toxic mm -hmm. that it just really blows the thing up early. You go through the first 25, 30 games of the season. It's like, 
then, we're, then we're, it's we're, easy. We're then it's an easy decision, right? Right. But why even take the risk? I guess is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. That why even go through the possibility of it? We know that he he doesn't want to do what we're asking him. LeBron and he are not on the same page. We have Patrick Beverly who can do some of the things that we're going to ask him to do. Let's just do it now. You know what I would do? That situation that you just talked about. If you start the season off, you're 12 and 18, and the Russ experiment still isn't working. Why even trade him at the deadline? Just be done with the season and take that forty-five million off the books. Just do it right now? No, no, no. What I'm saying is, if they start the season and Russ is on the team, right? Uh-huh. And now all of a sudden you're twenty games in or you're thirty games in and you're twelve and eighteen, your season's over. Yep. You're not competing in the Western no, Conference. It's a wrap. Why even trade Russ at that point? Don't trade him. Let his contract just expire. And then you don't have to go take in contracts. But, that, but you're making the case for teams. why you should do it sooner than later. Don't don't let that be a possibility. Because if you if you moved him, but is it Russ's fault? They're twelve and eighteen. That's what knows? I'm saying. Like it, it's impossible to unbe- could be. There's a scenario that exists where it is his fault. Sure, there's a lot of other stuff that probably yeah, have to happen for, too. for sure. But if you just look, I don't even want to play with that. I want to eliminate that as a possibility. Mm-hmm. Let's bite the bullet on those last two picks. Let's send him to Indiana. Let's get Buddy healed. Let's get Miles Turner. Let's just do this thing. And because, look, we're already in for a penny. Let's get in for a pound. Let's let's just go for I'm it. I'm not opposed to that. What I'm saying is that if you do start with him on the roster and you're, 12, you're 30 games in almost halfway through the season, you're 12 and 18 – why trade? Yeah. Don't make a trade from well, there. That, that, then let that contract expire. I think they're going to do it. I, all the pieces fit together pretty well. I would. I. I you think they're going to do what? They, he's not going to be on the team by the time we get to the start of the season. Maybe he starts camp just so he can. But I don't think he's going to be a member of that team by the time the season starts. I have a feeling. I know what you're going to say. If they do move him at this point, it does kind of contradict everything they've been saying. Which is not a surprise or a shock. Yeah. But it would kind of contradict that. LeBron's tweet threw me off yesterday, too. It's a it's a smokescreen. It's misdirection. It th- this is one of these. Hey, you but know, it's so obvious if it, it is. Of course it is. But so you know what else is obvious? When you go to buy a car, hey, you better buy this. I got a guy coming in at three o'clock that's gonna buy it for sure. If you don't buy it, if you don't buy it right now, somebody else, it's that game. Some people fall for it. Yeah, and three months later it's still sitting there. I, I, you're right. <laughs> but but sometimes people buy the car. Yeah. You know, and maybe it does. You know how many people you need to trick? One. <laughs> right? And create they, that sense of urgency. Right. Maybe they're trying to, to trick that one person well, into doing it. it. I will say, and, you know, if you remember this morning when Taylor told me that Donovan Mitchell and Bam Adebayo got traded, mm-hmm. before that happened. Where did they go? I, I don't know. I'm still <laughs> not sure where they went. But before that happened, I did think by the. The KD piece of staying, knowing Kyrie is going to stay, Patrick Beverly be the first domino to fall after that. Maybe we see some moves over the next month or so. All right, we got some phone calls coming up here, and I got an answer to that weird, quirky Dodgers because I said this to Greg earlier, and it turns out I was right. Didn't know I was right, but I was right. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Why not? 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Why not? All right, so here's the answer. Weird quirk of the Dodgers schedule. This is from uh, Robert Wilkins. Quirk in the Dodgers schedule to close out the season is because they were scheduled to open the season with four against the Rockies at Dodger Stadium. The lockout postponed those games, one on July 6th, the other three at the end of the year. So just the weirdness of the lockout, the beginning of the season and the end of the season for the Dodgers, they were going to open with the Rockies at home and close with the Rockies at home. Because that opening series was not canceled, but they missed it. They moved it. it, yeah. They just basically stapled it onto the back of the schedule, and that's why you get the weird deal. It is a very, very weird. I don't like that picture. <laughs> Go ahead and explain that. Well, we had a lot of jail talk today. So uh, Dan Wynn on the <laughs> jail talk, <laughs> Travis and Sliwa fan community um, posted a picture of you and me both in the slammer getting yelled at. Um, it looks nerve wracking. So uh, I guess we're going to try to do a broadcast from there. Taylor, what do you think of that? You like that right there? What do you think? It's not bad, right? How long did you last, Lee? 18 years. 18 years? <laughs> Life sentence. <laughs> I think I think the cellmates would resent you if you keep going in and out. Honestly, there's, there's no so many reasons to, to say going no. In and out. They, they, you're 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 yeah. new. You never get acclimated. Yeah, but I could also do stuff for for them outside the slam. <laughs> you could get cigarettes. I could do. There's things that I can do. Well, how are you going to get it back in? I'm, huh? well, I'm there's really only one way. Uh, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> there's really only one way. You know. There's, it's All right, one year you. it is. Yeah. <laughs> That's I, not for any of the other reasons, but how I got to transport the cigarettes in. Cartons, too, not packs. <laughs> just, just it's up to you. John in Huntington Beach. John, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, John? Hi, gentlemen. How are you guys today? Good, John. So um, my thing is on, on with Russell and with uh, Patrick Beverly, they can't, they can't maintain in the locker room together. Uh, when Patrick Beverly broke Russell's leg a few years ago, those two guys hate each other. They're, they're, they cannot get along. He will, Russell will not be on the team when the season starts. As you know, there's two moves that they're looking to make. The first one, one of the moves, like you said, was Buddy Yield and Miles Turner from Indiana. The other one is Conley and Bogdanovich from Utah. And both of them are, are on the board. On the books right now, they're trying to get that done. One of the two moves, and I'd like to see Bogdanovich and uh, and Conley because then we could have a guard and a great three-point shooter, and I think that would uh, suffice us a lot better than the other way. But either way, I would like it just to get rid of Russ at this point. Appreciate it, John. Thank a- you, John. So I don't agree with the first part of that. The the trade did for this guy or that guy, whatever. Um, they can play together. There, there are a bunch of examples of guys who are mortal enemies that ultimately end up being teammates. It happens a lot. Like it just one off the top of my head. Roger Clemens pitched for the Boston Red Sox and was throwing at Yankees for years. 
And he went and won a bunch of World Series with the Yankees. And the guys, they, they hated him. They, they probably hated him even when he put on a Yankee uniform. But guess what he is? Pretty darn good player. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll suck it up. We'll deal with it. It happens all the time. That Guys have history, fights. Uh, hockey is another one where guys go out and they beat the living tar out of sure. each other. Yep. And you turn around and two weeks later they're on the same team. It's That's not a deal breaker. The deal breaker is I don't think they want Russell Westbrook in the building anymore. I don't think they they. They don't see a role for him that is a meaningful role that helps them win games. So let's move on from this. I, it's funny because that's the least of my concern is if Patrick Beverly and Russ yeah. are getting along. If LeBron James and Anthony Davis weren't getting along, that that's a much more – those are your stars. Those are your true, true players. Mm-hmm. The, the question comes down more to is this roster good as it is? And if it's not good as it is, and you have something potentially enticing for another team because Russ is on the final year of his contract and you give some draft compensation, can you improve your roster? The only way you're going to improve your roster, especially because you got rid of THT, is by dealing Russ. Nothing kind of gave you this interpretation from last season that Russ wants to be there. Listen, that's the other part. You're right about that. Russ does not have his agent. When his agent left, he puts out a letter basically the, saying I told him to stay with the Lakers yes. he doesn't want to stay with the Lakers yeah. you know indirectly kind of mentioned yeah no the, the the just this wasn't what it said but what it meant was I believe the best role for him is to do what the Lakers are asking him to do he feels otherwise that's what the content and then of, and, and now that he's no longer now he, and, and, and we Russ. couldn't come to an understanding on that so I've decided to move on somewhere else let's go to our pal Chris in Palmdale what's up Chris what do you got Hey, what's up, man? How you guys doing? All right. All right, check this out. I, I'm a Westbrook fan. I'm a Lakers fan, another Lakers. I love Westbrook. Been following him since high school. The guy, I mean, I hope we don't trade him. For that guy to say that, oh, you know, since they don't get along. Look at Dennis Rodman and Michael Jordan. Yeah, that's another good example. But they hated each other. But Jordan knew how much Rodman hustled, how much defense he brought to this team. Beverly, I can't stand that guy. I hate him. Man, I love that he's a Laker. But but you Chris, know, like, Chris, here's the difference. Here, here's the difference. I mean, I get some of the examples. Are these guys – can you still play? Dennis Rodman was the best at his position at ding. the time Give and will ding, grab Taylor. you 25 ding. rebounds in a game and won't take one shot. Preach. He knew his <laughs> role. He knew exactly what he was supposed to do. I won't talk about Michael – the question with Russ is, it's not, do you have talent? He's my favorite player. I've been following him since he was at UCLA. I've been following him since he was in high school here. Yeah. Are you delivering or are you not? We yeah. watched how many games last year with Russ, and every game I'm like, he looks lost. I think the team looks it's lost. It's like he was playing on a different team. It's like he was doing – he had a different goal than everyone else. The, the examples that we've had so far here, Rodman and Jordan hated each other. Dennis Rodman was an integral piece to them winning a championship. Had to have him. Had to what what Dennis did, they needed. Okay, Michael, if nothing else, wants to go win. And if Dennis wasn't doing it, Dennis would have been on the team. Exactly right. Roger Clemens would hit Derek Jeter over and over and over again to the point it was ridiculous. And then it's like, can he help us win the World Series? Yeah, bring him on over. Yep. Okay. Did 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 they go get lunch every day? I doubt it. But can he help us win every fifth day? Absolutely can't bring him. The Laker thing is a role player. And a guy that is well past his prime. <laughs> and a team that, under the best of circumstances, is middle of the pack in the West. It's apples to oranges. 
It apples to oranges. Completely different picture. Yeah. You know, I always remember guys that you know. If you think of the Lakers, remember when Isaiah Ryder came on the Lakers for a little while. You know, uh, at one point, obviously Dennis Rodman. You go in and you bring certain guys that you think, okay, I, I'm not a hundred percent sure what this guy is going to be the lot, but can he help us win? And the problem with the Lakers right now, the the players that we're talking about, Russ specifically, there weren't times yesterday or there weren't times last year where you're sitting back and you're saying, man, this guy's a head case or he's a headache, but damn, do we keep winning with him on our roster? That wasn't the case. No, it's it's the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. It's this guy makes all the money and he's killing us. <laughs> we're not trying to find a way to make it work with a new role player along the way. They'll figure it out. They'll get it done. He's not a long-time guy here. It's just a matter of when, the, yeah, not the que- if. The question is, will he be here? Do you do you see a scenario where he's here at the end of the season? I really can't come up with one. I have one. The only scenario that I could think of is you kind of laid it out. If they're 30 games in and it's the season's already shot, don't trade him. There's no need to. Why not just send him home, though? You can send him home, but don't trade him. Yeah. Because – the. The one thing you could take from Russ is his contract will be gone by the end of the year. So why are you going to give up two draft picks for Buddy Heald and Miles Turner, and you're going to come in and still be sixth in the Western Conference? If you're lucky. If you're lucky, and now you have those contracts on your books for a couple of years. Yeah, it's it's a pretty easy one when you look at it like that. But if that if it happens before the season starts, that's a different conversation. I'm saying if he's there for 30 games and they're playing awful, why trade him? You know what? No one's you know you know what song no one is singing. It's going to work. Russ is going to do what they're asking him to do. Yeah. That, that, you know, he's going to come in and be the guy that Darvin Ham would like him to be. He's going to come in and fill the role that they need him to. Yeah. No, no one is saying that's what's going but to you happen, know, you which know, is not great. But just to play off of that, I think that that's one of the question marks for the Lakers. I think there are many other question marks that are there, too. And some of the hype that we're not getting this year compared to last season. I think a lot of Laker fans are sitting back and saying, well, show us that this team can be competitive. Let's just not talk about it. The dump is coming up next, plus a little super crosstalk with Ireland and Momo. It's right around the corner. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Little congratulations to somebody that I think a lot of our listeners know pretty well. Carlo is getting married That's this right. weekend. That's right. Yep, yep. A lot of people, not you, not me, no. but a lot of people invited to the Wait, wedding. Who got pressured and, into an invite? Uh, oh, it was was it Funches? Funches? Was it Bergman? He, he, hey, I was, somebody I was bullied their way. Too. Oh, it was Laura. It was Laura. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's yeah. who it was. Yeah, yeah, it was Laura. Laura bullied uh, yeah. Carlo into his... But congratulations to you, Carlo, and your uh, lovely bride. Here's to... Uh, Love, laughter, and happiness, and there all those go. things you say. Uh, and that's that's kind of my go-to in the wedding book. That's mm. that's my you know. You gotta you gotta have your thing, right? Whether it's a toast, whether it's the thing you write in the the, the book yep. at the wedding, you just gotta have a couple of go-to lines. Just a quick little toast, or and then you have like you put uh, Fernando's number <laughs> thirty-four. But just put it right there on the bottom. Fernando Mania airs every day on the Dodger <laughs> Channel. With, there's three things. As far no four. There are four things. Five. <laughs> I know the whole damn lineup. Here's what's on that channel. Games, 
Yep. Okay. Replays of games. But the quick replay. Yeah, the squeeze play. Yeah, that's what, what it's it called. And it, by the way, pretty good way oh, to take in a whole game. They do it for uh, NBA when they do that for Lakers. Yeah. Players. It's awesome. Um, Fernando Mania. Yep. The Lasorda Chronicles and the history of Dodger Stadium. Those are the five. Sh- and I love them all. <laughs> and, and, and all access. They got six things. They got, let's see, I'm all in. I, 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 I guarantee you when in, I'll watch some when, of that tonight. When an opportunity comes for endorsements for that, I mean, come on. Come on. You're the guy. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, Fernando, it's about Fernando in the 80s. Who's out? Who doesn't want that? It's amazing. Hey, it's so good. I, I, If it were on right now, Slee, I might turn off my mic and you can do the last oh, no, I'd, uh, I'd, dub I'd by yourself. Macaulay Culkin. Don't, are you looking at the, the list of things, Slee? If uh, I asked you I, how old. I didn't see that. Okay, how old do you think Macaulay Culkin is? Because you think of Ke- Kevin, what was his last name? Well, I, I, he's got to be McAllister. close. McAllister, yeah. thank you. I think it's got to be close. So I'll go... I'll go 42. You nailed it. 42. 42. It's oh, Macaulay Culkin's no, 42nd. I, so I, I didn't see it, but him and I are not that yeah. far away. That yeah. Home Alone is uh, okay. my, that's my wheel. Okay. That's my time. Yep. He turns four. Kevin McAllister is 42 years old. When you picture him slapping the aftershave on and going, ah, he's 42 years old now. And if I had seen it, I wouldn't have said 42. I would have been like 41. <laughs> yeah. yeah. On the nose. Yeah, on the nose. You're guilty. Yeah, you're guilty. And his brother plays one of the creepiest characters on TV. It's it's terrific. <laughs> his brother's a really – Kieran? Is that his name? Yeah, Kieran. Yeah, Kieran. Well, he has many brothers. One of them is Kieran. One of his brothers on – have you watched Succession yet, Al? I think I mentioned to you guys, I saw a few episodes of the first season and I just stopped. That character gets weirder You guys love it, too. I do like it. I do like it. It's a great show. It's good. And it's not just us. It's a lot of people in yeah, the world like it's good. that show. I don't care about the other people in the world, but I like it. Emily likes it. You can decide whether you like it or not. Kieran Culkin's character is weird. Hmm. Weird, right? I mean, I, I don't yeah. I don't want to tell he's him why it's weird, things. Emily. He's got some things that he- Well uh, said. Yeah. <laughs> Very well said. He's got some deals. We all do. His are different than yours. I, I feel pretty comfortable in putting it that way. It's National Dog Day. You're going to give- Rook, What do you give Rookie for a treat? Like, if he's being a, a particularly yeah. good boy on that day, what does he get? Great doggo. So, right next to us is Pet Food Express. Okay. And- Is that- I, Forgive me. I don't know what that is. It's like a Petco. Okay. It's just basically, you know, dog store or pet just a pet expressed. store. and just got Pet everything. supplies. And you could wash your dog there, too. Just kind of put- You don't have off. a hose? I tried to do it the right way. <laughs> Try to do it the right way. There's a, there's a- I guarantee you there's a hose outside somewhere. So, here's the problem with that. In- in you gotta, you gotta have them. You gotta have them chained up if you're gonna, because these dogs, at least for rookie, rookie will run like no tomorrow. I turn the okay. faucet on. Rookie's going the other way. Okay. They have treats there that are specific. It's almost as if you went to Starbucks and you wanted to freaking get a treat uh-huh. for a kid or something. A buck, a buck fifty. I'll go there and get him a treat. Should, yeah, he's living a good life. Do you ever give him just something totally off the board, like you throw him a? hamburger or something yeah i do and my girl always says like you can't do that you can't do that. i'm like sounds good and then when she's not looking it's like bam <laughs> yeah, a little something right there that's Rook. why you guys got that relationship yeah. you guys take care of one each more other. thing about dogs too doesn't it kind of throw you off when dogs have human names if you're like rick come over here that's actually kind of funny. or that is chucky go no, you'll here. get a random dog where it's like hey this is george what yeah it's george that's what they named their dog out of all the my names. mother-in-law's Keith. dog as a kid was named mike which is the name of my son, <laughs> which is just kind of weird. I okay, don't... I got to read this one off. All right. Pat Bev's going to have a podcast. I'm in, bro. Yep. Joy. I'm in. 
Cool. Remember how many times I came to you? <laughs> how many times I came to you on the Draymond one? Uh-huh. I'm like, you got to listen to it. Yep. You got to listen to it. How great is this? A playoff game ends. Draymond goes back to his hotel and he breaks down the game. I'm more and it's interested not in anybody Draymond. else. I'm more interested in Draymond because Draymond is interesting to me. I, I, I'm 100% give Pat Bev a chance. Yeah. And if it's not interesting, then. But I, I would give him a chance. Draymond is. Draymond's as good as it gets. Draymond's already got his career. He's lined a fascinating up guy. Speaking of dogs, Draymond's doing his career right now. Sylvester Stallone and his wife are getting a divorce because he wanted a dog and she didn't. I don't know that. That seems Not like a dog. Another dog. another. They dog. already have Thank several you. Roddies, okay. like Rottweilers. Another dog. I feel like maybe that marriage had some underlying issues that wasn't entirely dog related. <laughs> that maybe the dog is a representation of a larger issue between Jennifer Flavin and Sly. I'm with Stallone on this one. <laughs> you got to stand firm. Yeah. How long were they married for? Do we know? Uh, a while. Like, it, 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 they've been together really for a while. Because, no, that's according that's to reports. Yeah. I feel like that maybe there's a, there's there another other story. issues going on. I know that we're a little early, so I'm not going to call for the sounder yet. But, John, I, I need to it's get like to this. It's like 25 years, sorry. Uh, twenty. They were married 25 oh, years? Yeah, that's what yeah. They, my he, first Google. He is denying, Stallone is denying that the dog was the reason for the divorce. Does the Ireland um, household own a pet? We had a dog, Reagan right. the dog, uh, passed away that, a yeah. month ago. Ah. Uh, good 14-year okay, run. Good. Awesome. Like, how old is Rookie? A uh, year and a half. Yeah, so you, if you get 14, you'll be laughing. You know, that, that's odd. What, what uh, breed? Uh, Golden Retriever. Yeah, you Golden Retrievers last year were normally around 12. So if you What get, was Reagan? A uh, half pug, half beagle. Okay. Called a puggle. A puggle. Yeah, <laughs> that's a fun word yeah, to say. Kind of great. We're, but now we have already we we said we we're going to wait a year. Already lost that. The new dog is on. Oh, the Oh, you've way. already got one. Not yet, but it's on the way. Goldwater Bush. What are we doing here? No, no, no. The new dog's going to be named Murphy. That was my dog's name as a kid. No kidding. Really? Yeah. We looked. Yeah. At, we wanted an Irish name. Yeah. And my dad loved potatoes when he was alive, which <laughs> okay. are nicknamed Murphys over in Ireland. <laughs> okay. So we're naming the dog Murphy. Yep. The Rogers household had a Murphy like 15 years. Dog lived forever. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Murphy gets here in November. Okay. What? It was another Puggle? No. Murphy is a half lab. Okay. Like ro- no ro- rookie's a golden retriever. Yeah. Half lab, half poodle. So it's a labradoodle. A labradoodle, but it's the miniature lab. It's not like the giant one. Yeah, so those are yeah. those are pretty good. This size. is going to be about thirty pounds. Do dog. you observe National Dog Day, which is today? Do you give My um... family probably does? It's the most spoiled <laughs> dog ever. Reagan uh, was funny because she uh, dogs living a good life. Yeah, it is. she would just follow me around, sleep next to me, do everything. And I said in the beginning, look, you guys, I'm, I one rule. I said to Lisa, one rule. I just don't want the dog to sleep in the bed. All right. So as long as we're agreed that we're going to crate train this dog, we're good. First long Laker road trip I went on. <laughs> I get back at like 2 in the morning, and there's Reagan right in my spot. So I pick her up, put her back in the crate, not having it. It lasted maybe so for, for 12 years he slept how, in the How bed. long have you and Lisa been married? We got married in 99. Okay, so what, 20, what is that? 23. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So the you've made it 23 years, so I think you understand this. There are just some things like – I really don't like this, but I'm not going to fight too hard oh, about yeah, pick this. Pick your battles. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm going to let this one go. I'd really rather have Reagan sleep in the box in the kitchen or whatever well, it is. Once <laughs> I, I became, and you'll get here, Sleep, if you're not there already with uh, Rookie, it became impossible for me to be mean to the dog. Yeah, oh, yeah. So oh, I couldn't that. discipline Reagan when she screwed up. <laughs> I would like, I, I would yell no, yeah. you know, if she was doing something that could hurt her. But in terms of her, like, doing whatever she wanted, she basically ran the house for. 
12 years. Yeah, yeah he pick. He, yeah. Does rookie sleep in the bed? Sometimes. I try to fight it off, too. Yeah, Rookie's not, big. But the, pro- big the problem is, yeah. once rookie gets used to that, you're going to have trouble getting yeah, him out of there. Yeah, yeah, so I think you're. He's got like nine different places to sleep. Like yeah. so, but if you him. want to use the bed for something else, so to speak, do you just have to lock the door? Or is he getting in? No, that's that's when the bone comes into play, <laughs> Trav. But metaphorically and literally, Le- literally, <laughs> you you take the dog bone and use it to your advantage. I put him in the, walked into that. Yeah, I was just like, you, you said yeah. it. I just put him in the courtyard. I'm like, figure <laughs> yeah, it out for a little bit. You tie him to a tree in the front <laughs> yeah. yard. Yeah, if dogs could talk, <laughs> we'd all be in trouble. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, all right, so we're just about there. Let's do a little super crosstalk, Taylor. All right, John, so this is Slee's last day until the Tuesday after Labor Day. Okay. He's got a little vacation. You're, uh, you're off next week, Alan? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. Week. So if you have any uh, ass Slee's that you'd like to fire at no, him, but now's I, your I opportunity. I on, you guys were talking about, you were having a good discussion about whether or not the Dodgers should yeah. go for it. Guys, I got to tell you, I, for whatever reason, my wife's in Idaho. I, I've gotten into a routine. I've watched more Dodger games this summer than I've ever watched before. I've mm-hmm. watched almost every inning. It's part of my routine at night when no I'm question. working on the show for the next day. Me too. But- Trav, they're already dialing it back. I mean, the they other are. day, Gonsolin, Gonsolin was up innings. like 8-1 to one in the fifth inning, and yep. he'd thrown 70 pitches, and I said, you know, I wonder if Robert Stick, sure enough, takes him out. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I looked up in the sixth inning of the game the next day, and Freddie Freeman's out, and yep. Hans Alberto's playing first base. Yep. They're already doing what you guys are suggesting they should do, mm-hmm. and they're winning anyway. No, that's why it's so a I real don't, shot. I don't think... You guys were saying, well, do you go for it or not? I just think you keep doing what you're doing. That's exactly where I come out. I don't think you do. It, there's two lanes. I here. mean, David Price is coming into games. Phil da- Bickford's da- coming into David Price games. and Phil Bickford are going to get a lot of innings. Ryan Pepio's going to get a lot of innings. And yeah. I don't know if it necessarily drastically reduces their chance of getting The pitching... You do what you think is best for the World Series. You don't go for it in the pitching sense. But, but they don't now. I mean, how many times have they had they, spot they, starts they really this don't. year? They really don't. I mean, but until they traded him, they started here, Mitch White five mm-hmm. times. Here's I what mean. I don't want to see. What I don't want to see is Freddie Freeman and Trey Turner have played every every game this year. Yeah, I think they okay. want to. They, they do want yeah. to. But what I don't want to see is, hey, you know, we're going to give them a couple of days off a week over the next five weeks or a day off a week and really throw – their routines off that these guys have a routine or i'm okay with taking them out in the fifth inning if you got a six-run lead cool i'm right. okay if even if it's a one-run game and you want to take them out in the sixth inning i'm okay with that what i'm saying is don't just flip to a new page in the script because the division's locked up the number one seed is locked up let's just totally stop going for this just let it happen because yeah. it might happen anyway i just think if they continue to do what they've been doing and that is they go very early to the bench um, they bring Clay and Gallo and you know Taylor and Lux and all these guys who don't normally start. Yeah. I mean that's a pretty good bench. If they start, if they start the lineup, we think they're going to start in Game One of the playoffs. It would be Will Smith, Freeman, Muncie, Trey Turner, Justin Turner, Taylor in left, mm-hmm. Bellinger in center, center, and Mookie in right. And Lux is your DH. And yeah, Lux DHs. So now all of a sudden. You still have Gallo, you still have Trace, you still have Alberto, mm-hmm. all that you can go to on the bench, which is, by the way, I was just going over this with Berkman, I think they're going to keep 13 position players and 12 pitchers in the playoffs. I do too. For a couple of reasons. I do too. 
there that group we just mentioned, those 13 guys, it would be tough to take one out. Even Gallo now has shown you might want him in the postseason. In a, in a and and what he spot. does, he's your lefty in the outfield, right? right. The, you've got Bellinger, but the other guys, I, I guess Lux could potentially be that guy. But t- you don't want to put him in the outfield and you, have to. You, you don't really. You almost don't want to do it full stop. That he, right. he's not very good. And out Trace, there. I just think has earned it. Trace I mean, is absolutely the, the the only rub on Trace. He's right handed. That that's it. Right. That's but, the but only reason mind, you don't if keep. If we him. start the lineup we're talking about. Then you would only have Alberto and Tr- and Trace as right-handed bats off the bench. Austin Barnes would be one. He's more Barnes of a defensive too. replacement. Yeah, and you have to have Austin Barnes because you need a backup catcher. But you can keep those thirteen core guys, all the names, the thirteen we've talked about, and go to twelve pitchers. At the end of the day, when I got through the twelve pitchers, I think they would keep the ones the the odd people out were people that I don't think would pitch in the postseason anyway. Phil Bickford, yes, David Price, yes. And um, you got to take one more because you got three guys coming. Chris, um, who's the guy? He's on the. He's on Martin. Yeah, those were the three that were. Those were twenty six, twenty seven, yeah, twenty eight. I, I, I think that's it because you're gonna. Have, Kershaw's coming back. He's taking a spot. Right, yep. So here, here's Trinan's the, coming back. He's taking tw- a spot. Here are the twelve pitchers. Just if I get to one that you guys don't think you would put in the postseason roster, stop me. Kershaw, Urias, Gonsolin, Tyler Anderson, Dustin May, Evan Phillips, Alex Vesia. Blake Trinan, Craig Kimbrell, Andrew Heaney, Caleb Ferguson, Brewster Gratterall. There's one on there that I think you could live without if if you if you'd rather carry an extra bat yeah. as opposed to But that is with the extra bat. Okay. That's with thirteen playing the, the guy that's the least likely to get meaningful innings in that whole thing that you just ran through yeah. is Andrew Heaney. 